listening to Queen with Standards, the podcast where we discuss all things relationships and inspire you to become the absolute best version of yourself along the way. Whether you're struggling through a relationship, trying to heal your heartbreak, or just want advice on everyday dating habits, this is the place to walk by faith, recognize your worth, and own your standards. I am your host, certified life coach and relationship expert, Jante Rashawn. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of the Queen with Sanders podcast. I am your host, John Tay, and I'm so excited to be back, guys. I know it's been a minute. Life happens. I know all of you can relate. Sometimes it gets tough to keep going, right? So there's a lot that's been going on, but I could not be happier to be back and just share some things that I've been not only going through, but really, really meditating on. Well, first of all, let's talk about how hard life is in general, right? It is so hard on a day-to-day basis to remain focused, to keep positive perspective, positive outlook, to stay the course. It's tough enough to do that. Whatever your course is, if you are in school, if you are striving for a new goal, you know, we're all about God, goals, and standards, right? God at the center, then we're focused on goals. And then it brings us to our relationships. And there's a reason that that's third, right? Because all those other things are going to outweigh this relationship piece. But the crazy thing is, as important as those other two pieces are, it's always relationships that tends to have the greatest impact on us when it comes to being focused, to being driven, keeping a good mindset, knowing that as much as any relationship in your life can impact your ability to be the best version of you. That just goes to show how important it is that we are mindful of the people that occupy the most space in our life. Who is taking up the most real estate in your life? Really try to determine if those relationships are making you better or bitter in some way, shape, or form. Because that's the important thing, right? How is a relationship impacting you on a day-to-day basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, whatever amount of time that you allow someone to be in your space and in your life and affect your mind, body, soul, and spirit, right? Because that is the truth of it. And I think sometimes we put ourselves in a bad situations because we don't really pay attention to the fact that every relationship in our lives has an impact on us one way or another. And it's either positive or it's either negative. There is a saying that you are as successful, as positive, as productive as the five people in your life that you are around the most. So the five people in your life that you spend the most time talking to, having dinner with, sharing your feelings, thoughts, listening to their feelings and thoughts, that is how successful, that is how focused or how negative or how lazy, or how pessimistic you can be. So I want to take a deep dive into that today, really evaluating the relationships in our lives, all of the relationships, and determining, really taking inventory to determine whether or not they are making us better or bitter. Okay, so let's talk about some of the reasons that we tend to stay in relationships that are not healthy, 
right? So we're talking about the importance of choosing relationships that are healthy and that help us to be better and not better in the end, right? (laughs) Because that's what happens when a relationship goes sour or somebody hurts us or there's some type of wrongdoing or it didn't work out. Some type of bitterness can tend to set in, right? And so let's talk about some of the reasons that we stay in unhealthy relationships. Because let's be clear, most times when we're in a relationship or we're dating someone or we're keeping company, again, this applies across the board, right? We're aware that it is not the best thing for us. We are aware, right? We know how we feel. We know how we feel when we leave the room with this person. We know the energy. We understand how it can be. But what keeps us a lot of times is that good part. And every person has a good part of them. All people, just like everyone is beautiful or amazing and handsome in their own right, there's always something beautiful you can find in a person. There's also something likable you can find in every person. And so I like to think about it that way because people have a tendency, especially women, you know, we love hard and we are very accepting and compassionate, really kind of by nature, right? And so what that does is it can work against us. Great quality to be compassionate, right? And understanding and, and loving, right? But it can work against us as well. This is one of the ways. We can feel like, yes, he's this and he's that and he's trouble and he's a bad boy and he'd never work out for a husband, but I can spend time with him. I just don't really want to be alone, That can be a recipe for disaster because everyone has qualities that are likable. And when you like some qualities about a person, the more you see them, the more you're around them, the more you become comfortable, the more you begin to confide in them and spend time with them. Guess what? Those likable qualities begin to rise to the surface, despite the fact that you know the, the unlikable qualities, you know, the things that are no good for you, you know, that the things about them that could be maybe dangerous or that can be an issue for you down the road, or that would prevent you guys from having a healthy relationship. You're well aware of these things, but those likable qualities, that smile, his ability to make you laugh or the, the intimacy factors. Uh-huh. You heard me. The intimacy factors, those things, Hey, they'll have you turn a blind eye early on, right? And so that's what happens. Those little likable qualities over time, they start to build on top of build on top of build on top of then we're in love with somebody that we know is not right for us, that we knew from the beginning is not right for us. How did I end up with this person? This wasn't my intention. And so that's the importance of dating with intention. We want to be purposeful when we're dating. This is why we make the list. You guys know I'm a huge advocate for that, making a list of the things that you want, as well as the things that are going to be deal breakers for you. And why we make the list, right? We're just backtracking, right? (laughs) We make the list so we can see them. They're tangible and we understand it. When we come to it, it's like, wait a minute. I wrote this down for a reason. This is a deal breaker for me. Not even something I don't necessarily like. It's a deal breaker. So we have to be mindful and stop accepting everything. Next thing you know, you spent two years with this person that you knew never wanted to get married or you knew had all these other situations going on that you knew has never been faithful in a relationship. These are all things that we need to kind of pay attention at the beginning. And I have definitely walked down that road. This is why I'm saying it. It definitely wasted about two, three years of my life. (laughs) So we have to stop accepting anything and just seeing only those little small good things. 
Another reason that we stay in unhealthy relationships is because deep down, we don't feel worthy of anything else. And this is something that is deep because a lot of times when we're in this place, we don't realize it. And so that's why we talk so much here about knowing your value and your worth and doing that work. And there's nothing wrong with sticking by someone if you feel like they're the right person. The problem is you have to recognize what it could be doing to you. Because when a person has a problem, just say the problem's infidelity, right? You just hold on to that hope every time that they're going to change, right? But we have to take the time to recognize what is this doing to me? What is the constant disappointment doing to me? What is the constant hurt doing to me? What is it doing to my self-worth, my value? Is it causing to me to be insecure over time, right? Is it chipping away at my self-confidence? These are the things that you have to be mindful of because while you're sitting around waiting for someone else to change, you're changing for the worse, right? And so that is not something that you should be willing to do. If someone wants to change and they have a problem, maybe they should step away and change, right? They should love you enough to be able to let it go and come back when you're right. And that's not always easy, but staying with someone until they determine that they can change, so they get around to changing. Because let me tell you something about men. A lot of times they know they're not going to change. They are masters at telling you everything you want to hear every time they mess up <laughs> to get back in your good graces. Because we're the ones who are losing in that situation. So always mindful to think about that. It's not your job to wait for someone else to change. Okay, so let's talk about unhealthy patterns because this is a huge one. When we talk about unhealthy relationships, one of the best ways to recognize an unhealthy relationship is unhealthy patterns. And I know you might be thinking in the other person, right? So let's talk about that first because that's the obvious one. What are the unhealthy patterns in this person that I keep allowing into my life that is negatively impacting me, right? Or our relationship. So yes, the patterns may be, like I said, someone who cannot stop cheating. The patterns may be someone who cannot stop losing their temper. The patterns could be someone who is cannot manage their money. Someone who's impulsive. Someone who cannot remain consistent. Ooh, there is nothing worse than a man who cannot be consistent. Please, right? Call the consistent police. Call somebody. Say it, mean it, do it, be it. Consistency. Okay, I'm back. Flashback. <laughs> but unhealthy patterns, they're pretty easy to pick out in your partner, right? In the person that you're with, in the person that's negatively impacting you. They're pretty easy to pick out. And if you're having an issue, pick them out. Just ask your closest friend, your mom, your sister. She has them written down. Unhealthy patterns of your partner because they're easy, really easy for someone who's on the outside looking in to notice. When you have unhealthy patterns in a person, you have to find a way to see them coming, right? And that's how you're going to be able to know if they are changing, if they're capable of changing. But the biggest part about unhealthy patterns is being able to recognize them within yourself, right? How do I feel in this relationship? How do I feel around this person? How do I feel after I have a conversation? When we get off the phone, how do I feel? How do I feel when I'm in the office and I need to be focusing and I can't because of the conversation or the argument or the disagreement or because I haven't heard from this person? 
That is an unhealthy pattern that you should be mindful of within yourself. Do I feel more insecure in this relationship than I ever have? Am I more angry? Am I doing things that are outside of my normal behavior? Do I not recognize myself? Why am I going off and yelling and throwing stuff? This is not me, right? So unhealthy patterns within yourself, you have to be able to recognize because if you are behaving in a way that you don't recognize and do not like, there's something to say about that dynamic of that relationship. And these are just making smart and healthy decisions for ourselves because no one's going to do it for you. And nine times out of 10, um, men, they don't like the nonsense of having to break up with somebody. It's too much work. They don't want to have to deal with that's what's on the other end of the crying and they don't want to deal with it. So they'll just keep wallowing in their stuff, keep walking in their BS, <laughs> keep doing what they're doing feeling like, okay, she'll get fed up eventually and walk away. And that guys, that's from men straight up from their mouths. Okay. They would rather have you break up with them than have to go through the process of breaking up with you. So be mindful. Don't just accept anything. Very important to recognize that. And the last thing I want to talk about as it relates to unhealthy relationships and why we stay is often we are fearful of change. And guys, think about where we're coming from right now in this pandemic. We're still in the pandemic, but the world is, you know, air quotes, going back to normal. The problem is we cannot overlook the impact from being quarantined for a year, right? From not being able to be around people. And this is specific to people who have been single, who have been isolated, who have been away from dating, from friends, from family for long periods of time. It has had an impact. And so the last thing, you know, a lot of us want to think about is being alone, is coming out to and going back to normal, right? And then having to leave a relationship that's not healthy for us. But there's that fear of being alone, right? So that's one of the things, but then you have to also think about of where we are in 2021. So many women are feeling, you know, feeling feelings of having to accept things or lower their standards or settle for men in situations and circumstances that they would not ordinarily want to be in because they don't want to be alone. So if you have someone and you're now beginning to recognize that the situation's unhealthy or not the best for you or not what you see or envision for your life, do not let fear of change or fear of being alone keep you somewhere that you should not be, somewhere that your heart doesn't want you, somewhere that God doesn't want you. Which brings me to the next and the final thing, right? When we stay in unhealthy relationships, that we've gone through all these things that I'm discussing and we, you understand now this is unhealthy. This is not what God has for me, right? I know this is not what God has for me. I know this is not my life. There's something great and amazing that's out there for me. We walk in faith. So we believe that and we know that because it is the truth. An unhealthy relationship is not your end all be all. But when we stay in these relationships for any of the reasons that I've named, we are blocking the blessing that God has for us. Think about that. Think about your hands. You got two hands, right? (laughs) How can God come? No one can come 
and put anything in your hands, you're already holding something. You can't carry anything else. You have to release that in your life, which is stifling you, holding you back, not allowing you to be your best, right? We can't hold on to those things because they keep us from being our best. And that's what it's all about, right? Becoming the best version of ourselves and then attracting or finding that great relationship, that husband we're envisioning, that life we're envisioning, whatever it is, the goal, the dream, the vision, that's what it's all about. So we don't hold on to things that have passed their expiration date, that no longer serve us, that are holding us back, that are stifling us. We're strong enough, we're powerful enough, we are brave and confident enough to let them go so God can bring the right things into our lives. I hope this was a blessing to you guys today. This was on my heart. Again, it's so great to be back on the Queen with Sanders podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this week. And I will see you guys next week. As always, many blessings. Thanks so much for listening to the Queen with Standards podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts so other amazing women just like you can find the show as well. You can also head over to my website at jontayrashawn.com and grab your copy of my book. And if you want to learn more about me, you can follow me over on my Instagram page at jontayrashawn. I hope to see you here next week. Many blessings. Many blessings.